0: I'm so excited about Monday nights because Mondays from seven to eight central, we actually go live and we talk about relationship issues and topics and we do it over video conference. So if you're interested in joining us here at Dayton Wild Black, I want to encourage you to go to the Dayton Black website, find the conversation tab and register for the event. Last week's topic was closure, so be with it. Stay tuned. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. The most recent conversation was amazing we talked about the closure trap. As you know, we meet every Monday from seven to eight with the exception of holidays. And that's when we let our hair down, speak freely and open in a safe space about our beliefs, thoughts, views, and experiences if we choose about the particular topic. Last Monday, we had a phenomenal, phenomenal discussion about closure. And again, the title was The Closure Trap. So before I get into what The Closure Trap is, I want to at least discuss what closure is by definition, right? I want to share with you there are different types of closure. And then we'll talk about The Closure Trap. So off top, the word closure is a noun And it is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as an act or process of closing something. Verywellmind.com goes a little bit deeper when asked what what is a closure in a relationship. It states that closure refers to having a sense of understanding, peace, and accept it. Finality of the relationship whether it is ended because of loss, rejection or growing apart so let me read that again according to verywellmind.com closure refers to having a sense of understanding peace and accepted finality of the relationship whether it's ended because of loss, rejection or growing apart now what a lot of people would think or how a lot of people use the word closure makes it seem as though closure is this magical thing that allows you to just move on with your life. And for that reason, a lot of people get trapped with the idea that having that last conversation, that last text message, right? That last meetup is going to make it all go away. The pain, the hurt, the anguish. Sometimes people use closure under a guise of, you know, this is going to be it, this is our final whatever. But they really and truly have not accepted the fate of the relationship. I've always been of the mindset that when it comes to your own mental health and stability, you should not rely on anyone else's actions to make you feel comfortable, whole, secure, or okay with anything, especially when it comes to ending of a relationship. That's giving someone else too much power, too much control. It's already bad enough. It's already hard getting over the end of a relationship, regardless if you're the one that initiated that conversation or that change or that shift. It doesn't matter if it's a friendship or a intimate relationship. Relationships are hard and ending them can prove to be very challenging. The thing about closure is that at some point in our lives, we've experienced it. Maybe it was with a childhood friend. Maybe it was the end of a career, a job, a professional relationship. We have experienced closure in some level. And also, we are responsible so we have to be accountable how we process the ending of any type of relationship. Now, there are several different types of closure, several different types of closure. And as I was preparing for our Monday uh, discussion, of course, you know, I do my research. If you've ever attended one of the events, um, I do my japan why are you watching videos just using my phone to find our next meal what's that let's find out with my samsung galaxy s24 ultra i can circle it with the s pen and search right in the app looks like it's called takoyaki tofu actually it's fried octopus (laughs) i knew that circle it find it with the new galaxy s24 ultra and circle the search with google get yours now at samsung.com internet connection required results may vary based on visuals to find that there were different types of closure. I initially thought that there was just one or two types of closure, but there are many different ways in which people achieve closure. Now I want you to think before I reveal what these different ways are, but I want you to really and truly think about what you feel closure to be. What you think it is and the ways your relationships have ended, regardless if you were the one that initiated it or it was someone else. The thing about closure, again, is that once we are willing and able to accept the finality of a relationship, we still have to do the work in order to get past it. Closure is extremely important when it comes to our emotional health as well as our growth. Have you, If you can think back to a relationship that you thought that you would never get over ending. There are times in which I remember younger in my younger years that I felt like this was, like especially with my high school boyfriend, I felt like this was, When it was over, it was like the worst day of my life. And then, of course, you get over it. The thing about closure, again, has to deal with our mindset and how we are willing to move forward. Now, as far as the different types of closure, I want to share some with you. Of course, there is that verbal closure. That's when two partners, two people, are able to communicate with each other about their one party's decision to end things. That's one-sided verbal. And that's a lot of, you see that a lot of times when the other party is either blindsided or they are not surprised, right? But a conversation is had that actually ends the relationship officially. The second thing about closure, the second type of closure, is the nonverbal closure. That's when you realize after a period of time that the person has completely ended things. They've ghosted you, they've removed you from socials, they've blocked you. That signifies the ending of a relationship. Another type of closure is symbolic. The symbolic type of closure is when you give them their things back, right? Maybe they have some clothes at your house. You know, maybe, maybe you have their key. It's symbolic. The other type of closure is the type of closure in which you give yourself that is you being able and willing to move on regardless if a conversation is had right you can still have that conversation but the closure is the closure that you give yourself and that is considered emotional closure emotional closure another type of closure is friends sometimes people in relationships and then they say well Let's be friends. And so they draw that line in the sand and say, okay, we're friends now. That is another type of closure. And the last type of closure that I will share today, because there are several more. The last type that I will share is called the no contact closure. Now, it's different than, you know, someone leaving without any conversation. No contact actually happens after the discussion or the discovery of the relationship ending. You go on complete no contact mode because it is common, especially if you are in a long term courtship or relationship and you've gotten to the pattern of always talking to this person, it becomes somewhat of a pattern and somewhat normal. For them to continue to reach out, right? Even if it's a week later, oh, I'm just thinking about you. You know, what are you doing? The no contact closure means okay, it's over with. I accept that. We don't need to be in contact anymore. No friends, no nothing. So, those are a few types or forms of closure. I feel again, and I'll repeat this again, the best type of closure is the closure that you give yourself. Not the one that requires multiple discussions and conversations. The one that you are in control of dealing with. The one that you are in control of, right? Now, moving on to the closure trap. Now, as far as the closure trap... The one thing that we have to be careful of is believing that after the conversation is over, after we have that last call, that last talk, that last text, that it's going to make us feel better. It's going to make us feel like we can handle this because the problem with that is, is that no one conversation is going to erase the immediate feelings that you have when the relationship ends. Because being, if you be, if you're being really honest, even if the relationship was going downhill, there are still some good things about it. Otherwise, you would not have engaged in the relationship as long as you did. As far as the closure trap, a lot of times people get stuck in the belief that closure is going to fix everything. Seeking closure from someone can be a trap because it can become as a crutch that keeps you from doing the actual work of moving forward. Needed in one enclosure, have you ever felt the need to have that conversation and the person does not want to? It could be because they're upset, it could be because that's their communication style, or it could be because they have turned completely cold towards you. Whatever the reason is, it is very dangerous hoping and waiting on someone else or something else to help you feel better about it ending. Another symptom of seeking closure or the closure trap is that people continue to obsess, continue to constantly obsess and think about the situation, the event, the circumstance. In the hopes that maybe they can remanufacture a different outcome, and you've had these these, these uh, I guess conversations with yourself or mental gymnastics where the relationship ended you really didn't want to end end, and you're going through the stages of grief where you are bargaining or negotiating and saying you know if I would have done this if I would have said this it is a trap. It's a trap. Another thing that happens when you are seeking closure is sometimes, sometimes the other party, if they're manipulative, may play on your weakness. Especially if they were the one who initiated the end of the relationship. They may try to dangle closure over your head and sometimes may appear in order to give you a sense of their willingness to possibly reconcile and i guess is obvious why this is dangerous especially if especially if they were the one who initiated it now the thing about closure, you can give it to yourself. There's many different ways, different outlets and different things that you can do to seek it out. Number one, positive affirmations. That is in a phenomenal way to deal with. The end of a relationship. Regardless if, if if it was healthy or not, you can end healthy relationships because maybe it's just not a good fit. All relationships that end are not necessarily toxic. Another thing that you can do is seek help. Seek the help of a mental health professional to help you through and go through the different layers, you learn more about yourself, you understand why you feel so attached and so, so overwhelmed. And they'll also give you some tools to use in order to help you as you go through this phase of your relationship journey. Now, help isn't always doesn't always have to deal with the professional, but you can also go to a trusted friend or family member that has experience that is not biased. Right. That will always tell you the real. But with compassion, we have our friends, some friends with no filter and you may shy away from those type of people because it hurts. You're seeking closure and and you're not getting it. So make sure if you are going to friends, make sure it's someone that you can trust that will be honest, but also compassionate. The next thing is give yourself time. Understand that you may be feeling this way for a period of time, but don't allow how long it's taking you to discourage you. Another thing you can do is realize that this is going to sound pretty cliche, but it's not the end of the world. There are 7 billion people out there, right? So understand that even though right now it may not feel good. As the days, as the weeks and the months progress, you will get stronger and continue to get stronger. But only if you do this last tip. Do this last tip. Stop reminiscing about the past. Stop reminiscing about the good, the bad, the ugly. And stop worrying about who they may end up with or who they are with. Focus all that energy on you. Channel into you. We have a... We have two... Self-Love Challenges. One was a five-day series that you can find here on this podcast that was aired September of 2023. And we also have an actual event uh, that you can register for online at Dating While Black Podcast, go to events and register for the online five-day self-love challenge. Either one. The thing of it, a thing of the matter is, is that closure takes time. It takes patience. It's not going to be easy. It is, you may stumble a little bit, but you will make it through just like you made it through a hundred percent of your bad days. I believe in you, I know you believe in you, and you can do it. And with that, this is Dee, and I'm out. Bye. Bye.